0: Welcome to the Unapologetic Woman Podcast with your host, yours truly, Pam Armstrong. Dog mom to two, now turned amateur podcaster. I'm here to help you make your second half of your life epic. Whether you're in your 40s, 50s, or beyond, doesn't matter. A space dedicated to strong, mindful, powerful women who are on a mission to live their best authentic midlives, to break through their own limits and BS, and reinvent themselves on their own terms. This is for you, the unapologetic woman. Are you ready? I am. Let's go! Well, hello, my lovely listeners. Welcome to the Unapologetic Woman podcast. I am your host, Pam Armstrong, and we are on... Episode twelve. How fun is that? I hope you're all having a beautiful Friday. And uh, another disclaimer: I have uh, two, two of my dogs, Bodie and Lucy. Uh, they're <laughs> wrestling outside the door, and you might hear some some interesting sounds. So uh, bear with me. They seem to follow me wherever I go. And that's, that's a good thing. But uh, especially when I'm recording, they love to be, they just know that I I don't want them near me <laughs> and they follow me. I love them so much, but they're just a bunch of, they're just a bunch of fur jerks. But uh, anywho, what are we going to talk about today? And well... I'm sure you already wrote the title and that's why you're here. But just to remind you, we are talking about, you want to change your life. So you need to change your story. That's what you need to do. If you want to change your life drastically, you need to change your story. You are, know this, you are exactly in life where you are whatever's going on in your life, the good stuff, the shitty stuff, whatever is because of the story you tell yourself. It's a story. And I think we all like to believe that there are, you know, actual reasons and rational decisions behind our actions. But in reality, many of the actions that we take or don't tank are completely driven by the stories we tell ourselves, and get this, these stories, I bet you tell yourself, you don't even probably consciously think about, about them, right? Like just it's coming from like, again, I talk about being on autopilot. That's where your story is coming from. And these stories, here's the kicker they might not even be real and what's a story you tell yourself is it you are someone that I don't know you just tell yourself you're not a person that goes to the gym Um, you don't you're not a cook Uh, you're an introvert you're terrible with money you are horrible in relationships and for whatever reason that story just keeps being replayed and replayed without even like checking in if that story is the truth. And maybe, just maybe, and I'm gonna say probably majority of your stories, you've bought into a story because someone else has been telling you this since you were a kid, right? And I, I know I've had stories that have been um, instilled in me, that again I had to, to re like just check into these stories if they're the truth. And I've had stories people tell me that I allowed even after the age of 30. And and I know this because these stories, it's happened to me. And one story that I continuously played for a long time, even though I had results. Of some pretty, pretty fucking fantastic results in business. I would like, I would tell myself, um, because I didn't go to university, let alone at that time finish high school, that I wasn't capable of doing business or making a lot of money. So I, even though the results were there, I was making more money in a month that. Somebody high up with an MBA and I'm just using an example because I used to coach uh, People with their MBAs. I was making more than they made in a year, but I still told this story of Because I didn't go to school. I wasn't good enough Even though I used to call it um, I would go to chapters. I didn't have any money at the time so I'd go back and forth from the library into chapters, and chapters is is like um, I think it's in the states, Barnes and Noble. And I would sit and try to read the books for free, all the business books in the business section. And I would sit there and read the books until I got kicked out. Or that's how I developed speed reading. And so I'd read books on business quick, and then I would implement whatever I learned. But I always say that I got a uh, a business degree at Chapters, and uh, people would be like, "What are you talking about?" i would be like, "Well, because I." I didn't have the money to buy the books and the library books were outdated. So all the current business books were at, obviously at the stores and they were expensive. So I would just read as quickly as I possibly could and absorb the business information and and everything. And that's what I did. So even though I had proof and everybody else saw the proof, I still believed a story that I wasn't smart enough in business. Uh, with somebody who had a degree in business or an MBA. And I started to question my beliefs also about um, my family and my mom and my dad and my grandparents and my great-grandparents. And it was kind of like this, um, even what they believed or what their stories were. And how it, again, had been downloaded into my subconscious as a kid. And I really, really had to look at um, what the story was being played, especially growing up. And it was almost like the story that, again, being that you make only a certain amount of money and you be comfortable, you be, you be grateful for what you have. And I, I am grateful. but. I had a different ceiling than what my family, and it was almost like this thing that I had some shame built up around that story of wanting more, expecting more than my, than my parents or my siblings. Um, it, was, it was a story, and you can also equate that to a belief that I had to really, really check in with and change that belief. But how? What I had to do first off, before changing a belief, I had to let go of that story. And changing your story, it isn't easy. I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you. It isn't easy. Like I've always said, I've always uh, shared on my podcast that doing the work is not easy. But once you do it, you're free. And to me, that is worth the work. If it took you one year just to change your story about things that are not serving you anymore so you could have the rest of your life of freedom and to live out what you've always wanted to live out your dreams what have you wouldn't it be worth it of one year even if it took that it didn't take me a year to change my stories it's so worth it and it can be such a scary, like so scary as fuck to go in there and look at the stories that that aren't serving you anymore. And just, but so worth it. Because when you do change those stories, you are actually changing your identity and and then becomes your new reality. And there has been studies about this. If you are past the age of 40 and you're wondering if it's too late to write, to rewrite your story, you're, it's not. Because I've been, after the age of 40, I have rewritten stories for myself that um, blow me away to this day. And I'm going to continually rewrite a story uh, until the day I die. And so, scientists at Yale University. They were following adults for approximately 20 years to uncover the secrets of a long life, why people lived a long life and why people didn't. They found one revelation that basically changed everything. People who had a positive view of aging in midlife lived an average of 7.6 years longer than those who had like a negative view on aging. So basically, if you think getting older is gonna really, really rock, like I do, I think my second half is gonna be like amazing, you're likely to live longer than say a friend who just thinks getting old like sucks. Like again, your best life, your best years are behind you. And there's thousands of research studies proving the life-changing magic of having a positive story. The single biggest factor for having an awesome life, however that looks for you, it's not the actual facts, it's not the actual circumstances that's going on in your life, especially if you are not currently liking your life. So if liking, loving your life, your story, And you really want to drastically change your life, then you have to learn how to change your story because that is the key ingredient because know this, what we tell ourselves is what we believe. We are having conversations with ourselves on a regular basis. We're the only, we're the, the, the biggest source of conversation having is with ourselves So if we continue to tell a story, it is going to be continuously replayed. Negative self-talk is an absolute clear sign that you need to rewrite your story. If you are talking negatively uh, about yourself, about a situation, um, you need to rewrite your story. Our story that we tell ourselves affects everything we do every place we go, our relationships, and how we approach life, and how we view life. Telling yourself a powerful story will lead you to a life of so much opportunity. When you change your story, it changes your identity. And that's where everything stems from, from your identity, from your self-image, from your core. It changes your expectations in life. And it will ultimately completely change your life for the most amazing ride that you could even dream about. Now, the first step to changing your story, and it's very simple, but yet it can be difficult because again, we have wired our mind and our story and we continue to tell ourselves negative, toxic, disempowering stories, how many times have you said something like this to yourself? I'm too old. I bet you a lot of you have, even if you're even in your thirties, I've heard, I've talked to some women in their thirties and they think their life is over because they haven't accomplished what they need to at 32. Crazy. Um, I have to be perfect. That is a big one. And, or this has to happen before I'll try whatever. Like I have to be ready to do something. There's never going to be a perfect time. You just have to do it. You have to take imperfect action. That's a story to tell yourself. As I said before, the stories we tell ourselves, they make up a hundred percent of our identity, our self-image and our self-fulfilling prophecy. Of course, you might be thinking that's uh, so easy to say, but if you've made a ton of mistakes and you're dwelling on those mistakes, again, that's just a story that you're telling yourself about the mistakes. It's not the actual mistakes. There's no mistakes. There's just results. And with those mistakes, if you want to call them mistakes, to me, the mistakes, again, are the biggest... Growth, uh, steps, stepping stones to wherever you're going. They're, they're they're the best. but I can I can guarantee you you have some amazing successful moments to recall from as well. We all do. You have been given a gift called free will. You get to choose which story, feels good to you. It's your choice. It's your decision. You get to choose the next feeling that feels better for you. Your external world all the time. Know this. Your external world is just a reflection of your inner world. It's pretty easy to see what's going on in your inner world. It's just take a look what's going on externally in your life. And that's what's going on. Complete truth there. It's a matter of choosing a new story, a new thought, a new emotion, moment by moment, thought by thought. You are allowed to give yourself permission to think different amazing thoughts that feel really good. When I got that, when intellectually, we know this, like there's no, whatever I'm saying to you, you're like probably saying, yeah, yeah, I know this. I know this intellectually, but when you know it, like an inner knowing, you will shift like no other time in your life. You get to tell yourself any story you want, any Any amazing story you want, even if you think it's so crazy. And in fact, I I dare you to do that. I encourage you to tell yourself the biggest story that you could ever, ever come up with. And the universe will conspire to make sure that it reflects back exactly the story you believe. Guaranteed. I know there might be a, some of you, or a lot of you, that might be thinking that that's not responsible of me. there's you know, there's some really actual, shitty, factual, shitty things going on um, like in your life right now, and you have to focus on that, those problems and the shitty things. But do you really, though, who who says you do? Like I, I don't know who's the. Who's the thought police? I don't know. Like, no one knows. Like, who do you owe that to? I'm not saying that you have to be completely irresponsible and ignore everything that is bad going on in your life. But thinking a problem, thinking about a problem all the time, I know this to be true, has never solved a problem. It's it's a matter of not identifying with the problem. And making it your story, which most people do. And it gets gets them in to that feedback loop of this is what happened. This is a story that happened. So this is what's going to happen as the new story. Wherever you focus your attention on, you get more of all the time. So I'm not saying if you are... If you are going through something difficult right now, but tell yourself a new story because it goes back to whatever you focus your attention on, you get more of. Look, the goal isn't to ignore our problems, but to put ourselves in a better mindset in a better emotional state to allow us to handle these situations better, which then leads us to tell us a better story than to make better decisions. Another story that I hear is we need to be perfect. Let me tell you this, perfection is the lowest standard anyone can have. I know, it's the truth, it really is. The lowest standard you could have is perfection. Because here's why. It leaves no room for growth, absolutely. Sure, doing something perfect might feel good for the ego, but it's not sustainable. It's only through our mistakes that we develop our greatest strengths and we receive our biggest impactful lessons. By telling yourself you have to be perfect, you're just putting limits around your capabilities. When you want to learn how to change your life or like turn it around, You have to give up perfection. There's no such thing as perfection. Not one single living human is perfect. You have to take messy, imperfect action all the time. Another self limiting story I hear all the time, and I used to tell myself this as well I'm too old, it's too late. Here's the truth. Your age only limits you if you allow it. This is what I have done, and you can too. I have worked on creating this, this vision of myself, my new story. I, for whatever's going on in my life, I don't let my environment affect me. I don't let my current circumstances affect I don't let other people's beliefs or opinions or the limits of what has been done in the past to shape my decision. Put it this way. I have always been like this and I'm getting stronger with this as well. I I think maybe it does come with uh, getting um, with aging. I completely ignore conventional wisdom. You have to ignore 95% of the conventional information that's out there. When I look at my age now at uh, at 51 and saying 51, it took me a lot. I couldn't even say the word fifty when I was turning fifty. It would come out as when I just couldn't say it. Now I own it. I'm fifty one and I love it and I feel, I feel better now at 51 and you may not believe me, but I do because of my fitness, my mindset, um, how much I do accept and love myself. I feel better now than I probably did at say, I don't know, 32, 30 maybe. And, uh, so yeah, like take that you young 30 year olds. And, um, if I look at what is possible coming from 51 in my lifespan, I know there's a possible lifespan of maybe 120 years to live to 120 years old of what's going on in the world and with technology. And if I live right and I take care of myself through all levels, emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, and you know what the way the world is working there is going to be some valuable tools to allow us to age a little bit longer. I have so many opportunities of rewriting even more amazing and bigger stories before I'm 70, like absolutely, before I'm even 55, before I'm even 52. And when I look at it that way, Everything just seems possible. Everything just seems like there's an opportunity everywhere. Seriously, you can do whatever you desire at any age. I don't care how old you are. As long as you are telling yourself the story that aligns with what you are believing and desiring. And also, you're willing to commit to put the work in to make it a reality. If you are really understanding this, this potent, powerful, everything is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Absolutely everything. The stories you tell yourself will constantly reflect back to you. The moment you really know this, you will be free. You will feel like you have control of your life. It's watching the stories and then catching them and then rewriting, rewriting them the way you want them to be. And you have that choice and you have that decision. Again, you have free will. You have to remember if people are telling you who you are Then you are taking on their story. How can anybody tell you who you are or what you need to do or what you should be doing? They aren't you. Every soul has their own journey. You have your own journey. So no one else should have an opinion about what you should be doing that makes you happy in your life. The only reason why I have been able to um, reinvent myself in businesses and, and also in different areas of my life. Just thinking back because I figured out the stories I was telling myself and I figured out the stories of who told me those stories and those stories were another person's agenda and had to do with their belief systems, and they're allowed to do whatever they want to do and believe whatever they want to do. I don't need to change their opinions, but I do have a choice in what a person tells me what I should be doing because I have a choice on how I'm going to live my life and how I'm going to live by my story of what I want to tell myself. If you are really telling yourself, you're a victim guess what you are going to have that reflected back to you in victim re-victimizing yourself in regards to um drama or you know just the universe will align with whatever you believe and you will take on that that victim identity um i remember when i was in uh in high school and, uh, it was grade, it was grade nine. And, uh, oh, my math teacher, Mr. Delaney, you, uh, he, he wasn't very nice. And he would tell me I was basically stupid in, in math and he would, he would go out of his way. I don't know if that was his way of thinking that was going to make me want to um, learn math or something, I don't know, but he would, he would, he would go out of his way and he would embarrass me and it would just, oh my God, it would crush me. And I I just would leave his class. And I, I, you know, I resonated, I, I resolved to the fact that I was stupid in math and I, I, I continuously believed his story. And so I dropped out of math in, in high school and I just, put it up on the shelf that I'm terrible in math. And it wasn't until I was out of high school that I started to tell myself a different story. And this was by mistake. Um, because of I started a business when I was actually still in high school. Um, <laughs> I set up uh, an importing company and I was importing uh, boats from France and I was still in high school, um, because I needed to make money because my mom had passed and I was out on my own. And, um, but it wasn't until I left high school and I reflected back on the situation. It wasn't my math skills that I was, why I was, I was struggling in math. It was because I was like, my mom was, um, she was sick with cancer and I was stressed. I was so stressed about it because it was just my mom and uh, my siblings. And I was worried, obviously, you know, when you're 15, 14 years old, your, your mind, your brain isn't, isn't formed enough to understand what that, how that's all going to work out. So I was scared and I, math was the last thing on my mind. And at that point, I had a lot of compassion for myself I had a big breakthrough in regards to um, understanding why I struggled, and I didn't have to believe what Mr. Delaney said about me and my math. And I just really looked at the situation differently, and then I went on to tell myself a different story about math. In that I love math and amazing at math, and then I went on to you know, against all odds, I went on into investments and started an investment company. There's just no correlation being told that and then going into investments. Um, I've never seen Mr. Delaney ever since then, but uh, I would, you know, I don't think he would believe it. I I don't know, but I made a decision and I rewrote my story. So let's talk about some steps for you to rewrite your story. Step number one, here's a cool and very powerful exercise. Start your story with what if. What if you decided to be someone who loves to cook? What if you decided to write a book, what if you chose to be someone who loves going to the gym, who loves being healthy, who is athletic? You took, you take on that identity, but it's about what if I took on that identity? What does that look like? It's a matter of deciding and taking on the identity in a very fun, loose, relaxed, playful way. When, by the way, I'm writing a book and it's been a long journey. Um, close to the finish line. When I began writing my book, I struggled. Like, ah, uh, struggled for a long time. Because I told myself a story that I wasn't a writer. I wasn't an author. But when I started to tell myself another story. I told myself that I am an author. I am a writer. And I started to take a peek playfully into what, what, is, what does an author do? What is the identity of an author? What is the, the being of a writer? And playfully, lightly, I started to take on those characteristics. Step number two. I use this all the time. This is one of my most potent tools in my toolbox. And if you're not using it, you need to start using it. It's so friggin' amazing. And it just, you know, it just feels really good to do it. Use your imagination and visualize. Using my imagination has created so many cool experiences, like beyond wild experiences. I can't even, I can't even list I use my, my imagination not only to picture and feel my future and my future self, but I also take the time, I do this two to three times a day using my imagination with feeling it. And I call it Feel It Real Sessions. So I essentially will take two to three minutes. I will calmly sit close my eyes count backwards from 10 get into a theta state as much as possible alpha state is just as not as powerful but is alpha state is is good and i will visualize with feeling put myself in that situation of what i want to feel and where who i would be so i am being what I want to see. So I would go to the end of what I want to have in my life, be in my life and accomplish. And it used to be more of a force thing. Now I do it because it just feels so damn good. Like it's just so damn good. It's, it's kind of like hypnosis, self-hypnosis. And I do self-hypnosis. Um, but it's just, it's like meditation with a goal. And If you don't know where you're going, how do you expect to get there? So this has always been very, very potent to me. I do it in the morning a little bit longer than I do it at night because your conscious mind is not on guard anymore. And everything happens from your subconscious mind. Your whole life is run, 95% of your life is run automatically from your subconscious. So if you can get in there through self-hypnosis feel it real sessions, visualization with feeling, but the key, the way the subconscious responds is from the feeling. That's exactly how you make changes. Step number three, reframe your past experiences to serve you to your advantage. There are two types of stories, those that empower you and those that disempower you. Um, here's an example. There's a story of, uh, two sisters who were, who were regularly abused by their parents growing up. One sister eventually turned to drugs, alcohol, um, became homeless and just went from abusive relationship to relationship. Um, the other sister went on to have a really, really good life, a great life successful career, relationships, was in a loving relationship. Um, And both girls were, were interviewed and asked the same question. How did you end up here today? And their response was exactly the same, exactly the same. And this is the response. After everything I went through, after everything I endured, how could I have turned out differently? So they both had, from seeing from the outside, the same experience, but they perceived it differently. They told themselves a different story. They believed different things from that story, whether good or bad. One went to one direction, one went to another direction. Moral of the story is that you always have a choice and how you and Interpret, perceive events, circumstances, interactions with others all the time. You can choose to reframe any event, any circumstance that is happening to you. It can be all positive or you can choose to look at it negatively, which would lead you to more pain and suffering. Or you can choose to find the gifts and opportunities, which leads you to more of fun, joy, ease, amazing stuff in your life. It's just a matter of changing your perception, which is changing your story, which will then change your reality to good or bad you will realize that your future is never fixed. Your future is never fixed. That's another thing. Once I realize that my future is not fixed, that I can change my future at any moment, I never look back. Your future is so flexible and fluid. When you begin to know that and put in the practice of letting go of your old stories that aren't serving you and designing new stories, You will take on a whole new frequency, a whole new energy, a whole new vibration, which will bring you new, fun, exciting experiences to match your new story. If I can leave you with um, this thought, you have the power to change the story of any situation. Changing the past story changes your present and your future worlds. Remember, it's your world and it's your rules. Thanks for listening. Thank you again for your energy and your investment. Until next time.